there. Is it recording? Uh, it is. Hi guys, how you doing? James here with John, and we're here for another episode of the next episode will be better. So, hey, hello. So me and John decided that we're going to do some sort of like a series because he is my best friend in the whole wide world. So we've decided to call it. Well, John, what we're calling it? The KFC Chronicles. KFC Chronicles. It's basically, two fat guys talking. And uh, when we actually are able to meet up, it's going to be KFC involved. I feel like. I hope so. Not all the time because I'll be dead. I'll be dead within like the fourth series, the fourth episode of this series. But yeah, so this is episode four, episode five, I think technically of the podcast. Uh, episode five. Thank you, John. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody's counting. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so split the last one into two. Yeah. We, oh, we did. Yeah. It was a two-parter, and then and I did one with Mark. Which I need to edit. I'll probably do that. Hopefully, uh, what day one? Today's Mon. No, today's Tuesday. Tuesday. So I'll do. I'll. I'll edit. I'll edit that and I'll edit this on Thursday. And I'll get. I'll get uh, Mark's one up and then we'll get this one up the following week. So, John, that's episode six, then, James. Oh God! Oh no! I'm so confused with numbers. <laughs> ah, my brain hurts. Ah, it's too. It's too early in the day for this, even though it's like one o'clock. Even though I've been working. Anyway, so how are you, John? How's things? I'm doing excellent, my man. Uh, you know, just living my best life. Living your best life as it is. Yeah. Uh, you, are you looking forward for us going into phase two? Yes, actually, yes. Uh, I think it'll be good. And also, I've seen um, posts, uh, Branka showed me one, that um, campsites and caravan sites and things like that are starting yeah. to open up, yeah. which is going to be amazing. Excellent. On the last podcast, obviously, because um, John's girlfriend, Branka, works in the tourism tourism industry and obviously that's been heavily affected and stuff by the pandemic and it's really i'm really really glad that they're starting to open stuff up again and hopefully like we're like you said in the last podcast to be shops and towns and villages and stuff can make some money and mm-hmm. tourism can start again because obviously well, i think um that's a wee bit of a thing way because uh, branca's company they are kind of scaling back their tour side of things um now because there's just not enough people who are willing to risk going on a tour right okay which is bloody idiotic when you look at some of the beaches at the weekends oh yes i mean that i mean oh i mean obviously england's because we're up in scotland england's got a bit a bit different they're like yeah do what the fuck you want we don't care go crazy and mm-hmm. i i do get it i mean being cooked up in the house for three months four months is i mean has been it's been horrible but you seen some of the yeah you seen like it didn't like some brighton and stuff in blackpool and it was just like pandemonium and it, my goodness like I know when we go into phase two, we're actually allowed to go and like see each other in a house, or we can meet up in groups of six and stuff, which I'm really looking forward yeah. to. But I still think we're all pretty safe. I think I think we've all been pretty safe. Like I don't know of any many. I mean, there was that one instant that I seen at Portobello Beach and stuff where people yeah, that was... the sun, and I was a bit like, "Come on, the fuck, guys!" But you know, generally in social media and stuff, I've seen a lot of people just are actual following the rules, and it's nice to see. It is. It is really nice to see. I mean, there's probably a few people who just went, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go out. I don't give a shit." Like yeah. phase two means nothing to me. But to other people, it's like, okay, I can actually go and see my friends. I can go and see my family. I can actually do mm. that stuff without well, worrying. Yeah, it's the right now. You're allowed to go meet up in a public space. I just, um, I just come to your house. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think with the meeting up in groups of six, I think it'll make it easier for the families to meet up and things like that. Yeah, and also I'm I'm, I'm more thinking of going to a cheeky beer garden and we have a oh, chariot and 
get a bit drunk in the sun. That is all I want this summer because uh, I obviously people can obviously Spain and everyone else is opening back up, and but I don't think we'll be flying anywhere anytime well, soon. Uh, apparently, I don't know what it is, but Branca's dad said that Europe was having its second wave potentially. I. I they were saying so, I, I seen does it this morning or yesterday that New Zealand have got a couple of cases of coronavirus and it was came from the UK because obviously New Zealand have just done I think they've been amazing how they they dealt with the pandemic and like life's sort of back to normal to them now so I'm hoping that this hopefully these two people are quarantined I mean quarantined as quick as possible and get that sorted and try and yeah. contain yeah. the spread. To, because the last thing you want is them just going back into a sort of semi-lockdown, because they've done so well. We, on the other hand, have done okay. Not mm. great, not bad. Pretty yeah. shit. I'm the trying to get next year. we were laughing at the other day was um, when the government was like, oh, yeah, so now uh, people coming into Scotland, they're going to need to be, like, tested and quarantined for two weeks. What do you mean that is just happening now? Surely that would have made sense to do that from the very start and maybe limit the spread. I know, I know. It was it was that whole you know the whole conspiracy theory of like coronavirus is man made and stuff, and this is just you know I, oh, so I mean there's so many conspiracy theories I've seen seen quite a lot of them online, and it's it's man made and it's government made and stuff, and it's because like they kept us all indoors for the. For the 5G towers and all this shit. It's a load of fucking bollocks, yeah. by the way. 5G causes it, by the way. I know. I'm sorry. If you believe the 5G... <laughs> sarcasm. You couldn't tell because of the face and you just kind of see it, but yeah. If you believe, you think the 5G is fucking going to kill you and everything and all this shit, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Actually, look at scientific research. Do not listen to someone on Twitter who maybe has their tits out in an edgy emo bio, and you're like, oh my god, she's so cute, and just talking about 5G? <gasps> oh my god, she must be right. No. No, fuck no. After listening to intelligent people, like John, John's quite intelligent in this stuff, I'm eh, okay at it, to be fair. I'm not that smart with it, man. I think, hey, listen, I listen, just, you know I your stuff, like, to be fair. Um, before you make a decision, you should look into things yourself. Yes. Like, don't take someone else's word for it. It's and like seeing a meme uh, today, funny enough, on Facebook. Uh, it was a picture of someone posting something, mm-hmm. and there was someone behind them being like, "Oh, did you fact check this before you posted it?" <laughs> and uh, the the person who was posting it was like, "No, no, um, it agrees with my the things that I agree with, so I'm just going to choose to believe that it's correct rather than looking into it and finding out." It's like, yay! That's how Facebook news is made. It is pretty much. I mean, if I mean, if you believe in it, like, I think the best thing is is discussions. Like, obviously, if you do believe in the whole five G thing, I do think you're a fucking idiot. In my opinion, that is my opinion alone. Though, doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. But that's my opinion. If you had to cut me with some actual evidence and prove that it does actually cause, you know, it causes cancer and it causes those horrible nasty things then maybe I'd listen to you. But when I've seen scientific research, it actually says, that's a load of pish, actually, that I kind of, I'm kind of like, well, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm going to listen to bloody the scientist, no Barry, who still lives with mum and dad, and has a trust fund, and is like, yeah, you know, fuck, 
yeah, five G caused everything. Woo! And as and as all the free time in the world to fucking protest. It's like, do you work? No, 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 no. <laughs> How have you got a big lovely car? My dad owns a business, and you know he just doesn't understand what I do. I'm like, you don't do anything. there's um casting watching someone on a youtube it's just me thinking that actually and they're they're traveling around um like europe Mm -hmm. Uh, like the woman like the woman she watches i think she's called glamgore or something she's actually quite funny i quite like her and she she's pretty pretty much talking about these two people traveling they don't work their mum pretty much their mum works two i think two or three jobs to pay for them to go and travel and do all this stuff and they're all so very humble and privileged and stuff like that and they're pretty <laughs> much just it is pretty much look at look at all this amazing work i'm doing when they're doing fuck all it's just pretty much to gain views yeah i know or like get attention i don't know if you've seen it on because obviously you don't have a twitter you should get twitter by the way it's so good but um oh, man. Man. twitter's good man i love twitter uh but there's like people obviously there's a photo or a video of a, a, a woman walking up and these people are either boarding a shop window up and stuff and she's oh yeah can can i get the drill for a minute so she gets a drill and the nail someone takes a photo and she goes thanks so much and she goes back in her car but someone's recorded the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah that seems it's, it's crazy what people do they you've seen that as well like yeah so as well <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, um, it's crazy what people do to try and get like make out that they're such a, a good person and they're helping and doing that. Yeah. When, as you say, realistically, what they're doing is they're going up and being like, "There you go. I, I put what like that one screw in the board, so I've done my good deed for today." I'm a hero. Like, the gonna... one that annoys me is see people who. They record themselves like, oh, I'm going to give $100 to this homeless person. Yeah, the YouTubers but, and stuff and yeah. Instagram stocks. Like, nah, like, why, if you want to do that, then just give them it. You don't need to record them and put them on the spot and make them feel like... Yeah, I don't know. ...better than them because, oh, I'm giving them $100, look how good a person I'm or and this and that. I wouldn't... I don't, I don't get it. I don't know if you've seen any news recently, but uh, the Manchester United winger Marcus Rashford, Rashford is, um, he's put in like so much money in like some like in the UK, pretty much making sure kids don't go hungry because obviously the school holidays are going to be closed. The schools are going to be closed on summer holidays, and it's like free school meals for kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's used some. I mean, the amount of folk I've seen, oh, it's a PR stunt and stuff. It's not a PR stunt. The amount of money this young man is put into making sure kids don't go hungry and around See, Manchester and around the UK. Yeah. It's amazing. See, even if it is, like... See, if it is a PR stunt, what difference does it make? He's still helping people. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, I know that sounds a wee bit contradictory as opposed to the last $100 thing, but, I mean, there's I a big difference mean, yeah. there. It's like apples and oranges, like... Yeah. People mean, are saying, oh, there's $100 for this homeless man. Uh, whereas this guy's literally helping potentially thousands of children. I mean the the money. I mean you've never you've never seen how much money he's donated or how much money he's raised because yeah. it's it's not about the money for him. It's about actual helping kids. And he, I mean he's twenty one, twenty two, and I'm like, Christ. He became. I mean he became a football player because he's came from. You know he said I watched an interview with him yesterday and he's saying that his mum struggled and he had had like five kids and stuff and you know he he relied on like food stamps and like 
you mm-hmm. know, getting getting like free free lunches at school and stuff and hot dinners and stuff like that. And like he's now making all this money and he decides, you know what, I'm actually gonna go and help yeah, help help my local area and actually go and help people. Now there's a lot of people out there who probably don't put in social media, don't do that, who help so many people in the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe even the same maybe the same high caliber as Marcus Rashford or someone like it, but it's just nice to see because football players during the coronavirus have just been, oh, he's real lazy. You get paid all this money, yada yada yada. You know, fucking yeah. I'm but I do understand it. For, I mean, for mm-hmm. money in football is ridiculous. But the other side there as well is we're being, even if he is like doing it and putting it on social media, mm-hmm. it's maybe he's maybe not doing it for like the PR side of it. He's maybe doing it in the hopes that it'll get the word out there and more people will help and donating things. It's like the other ones where you remember a few months ago when the guy who owns Amazon donated like a hundred thousand or Bezos, he donated a lot of money to a coronavirus charity, Mm -hmm. and you seen all the posts being like, oh, this was like if uh, me or you donated a percentage of yours wage, it would work like one dollar or one pound or whatever it was. and it's kind of feel like, well, aye, fair enough, but did you donate a pound out of your own money? No. It's exactly, it's the same thing. It's, I don't think... And I it think might be people, a tax write-off for him, but you know what? At least it's gone to a good cause. Exactly. I think if you donate a tenner, a pound, or a hundred grand, like you're still donating something to a cause, and it shouldn't be the amount of money that you donate. It should be about, well, you know what? You're donating your own money. Like Jeff Bezos, I think, is worth like a hundred and thirty billion or something. Like it doesn't matter if he did it. I seen something that he was uh, close to becoming the first trillionaire. That wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Yeah. It would not surprise me. The man is like, so lucky. During this uh, COVID outbreak, his uh, net worth has over doubled, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite impressive in like a single quarter. I mean, it's. I mean, it's fucking impressive to be fair. I mean, I'm. I mean, I. Christ, I don't know if you've ever seen a photo. It's him in like the nineties in his office, and he's got a banner that just says Amazon. Yeah. And it's like, in his garage or something. Yeah, it's something stupid like that, and it's like, that's just amazing. Do you? Are you? Are you getting constant vibrations for your watch as well? Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. So obviously, what's been going on in the world right now, and. We're gonna probably talk. We are gonna talk about Black Lives Matter and the stuff that happened to George Floyd and stuff. Obviously, it needs to be. You know, I'm not gonna not speak about it because it's such an important thing, and I am fully supportive of Black Lives Matter. In my opinion it is my like the people like as we've seen. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. We've seen it at the weekend and stuff. Obviously, about what happened in London about a bunch of fucking hooligans. Going in London, trying to protect a statue, and all, and obviously, you know, football fooligans to go and get an excuse to go down to London or whatever, and cause absolute shit. Like, I don't think people, like, for myself included, when, like, when George, when I, when I seen the video, George Floyd died. It was, it's one of the hardest things I've probably seen because it's a, holy shit, that man's like that man is screaming for his mum. He says he says I cannot breathe sixteen times, and it is I mean it's horrible to watch, but you have yeah, to watch it and you have to you have to like try and understand that 
think I think that man knew he was dying. I think that man knew he was dead. Yeah, like, I think so. Like it really, it really, it, 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 I don't know why, but it, it just felt like, holy shit, I am like, I don't have a clue about that. I've never in a million years ever ever been stopped by the police. I've never ever thought myself, I'm going to get killed here. Yeah. It's, See, the thing as well, um, all the people that were there, uh, mm-hmm. they're being criticised, being like, if if it's that, go and help them. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, there's like four armed police officers that if you make any moves towards them, something tells me that they wouldn't think twice. They were shooting you. Yeah. Or, or if worse, getting you in the same position that George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, it's going to take a real special person to actually step up and do something like that, being like, you're killing this man. Like, yeah. I'm willing to put my life on the line to help this man that we don't know all the details of what's mm. happened. It's the people, it's the people giving him, giving him shit. And yes, he did have a criminal record. I understand that. And yes, he may have done adult films and stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't care what you've done, man. You should not have to be killed like that as a horrible and inhuman way yeah. to die. See the thing, and, like, see that with the, if he done adult films or whatever why does that make him a bad person exactly exactly i've seen i've like, seen are you then trying to go down the line of anyone who's ever watched an adult film you're a bad it's person a, yeah exactly it Bastard. really it really really it did it did upset me it did yeah. and i've tried to stay sort of now i've seen all over twitter and social media and stuff and like i've actually tried to stay quiet on the matter because i'm not i'm not wanting to put my whole I don't need to put my whole thing on social media about how I feel because, quite frankly, I think there's a thousand one people have probably said it and probably said it better than I ever could. Yeah. In my opinion. Likewise. Like I think I fully and utterly support Black Lives Matter right now because right now, you know, these people that are saying the whole all lives matter shit, it's like yes, okay, but right now, Black Lives actually really matter right now. We need to fuck these people. Don't feel like they matter. We are two white men who are probably never going to understand that. White men from a normal, yeah, normal we, back, we're never going to understand that. That's it. Like that's kind of that is that is my opinion on that. I don't know if you've watched. I think I think I shared it on Facebook. I don't know if you've watched. Um, you know my favorite comedian in the whole wide world, Dave Chappelle, did a um did like a half an hour. Oh, oh, it wasn't. I knew. I knew it wasn't going to be about stand up. I knew it wasn't going to be about the George Floyd thing. But he did. It was about half an hour, and he spoke about it and stuff. And he spoke about how, you know, right now people came out and said, "Oh, what about these famous comedians? Why have they not said that? Why have they not said this?" And Dave Chappelle was like, "Why the fuck would you want to listen to a famous celebrity right now, and think and you know, say, give a shit what I think?" Like, yeah. in his words. You know what happened to George Floyd? Eight, you know, eight minutes and forty six sec, eight minutes forty six seconds on on a man's neck, and he died. Like the the streets have spoken, the people have spoken. Like you don't mm. need some celebrity saying, you know, Black Lives Matter because the people all around the world are in America, in U in the US, and all around the world in the UK as well have spoken, and they have said it. I I honestly believe that. It sounds horrible, but it could have been George Floyd. It could have been anyone else that has died. It could have been anybody else that had the same predicament and it look at uh, it's been a a while coming yeah the the treatment a the the kind of the black community Mm. um especially in america Uh, but i feel like that this has just been like the 
the final straw that broke the camel's back type exactly. thing. Exactly, exactly. And I do, I, I mean... The thing that the thing is, like, you see all the... Almost like the, the people who don't want to believe that um, black people in America and that get treated different by, by the police. Uh, they're sharing all the videos of uh, the white people that get harassed mm-hmm. as well. But, I mean... Guarantee you, for every one video a white person there is getting harassed, there's going to be countless more cases where oh God, it's yes. you know how a lot of TV programs they try and relate to things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Grey's Anatomy, which I know you're not a big fan, but I love it. They done an episode a while back where uh, a police officer shot a kid. Mm-hmm. Who a black kid who was trying to get into his own home. Mm-hmm. He was just he had forgot his key or something and he was climbing through the window. And it done a scene at the end where uh, the black a black doctor and her husband uh, had sat the their kids down and was like showing them how a act with his like hands behind his head, mm-hmm. being like, My name is blah de blah de blah. I have no weapons on me, I don't intend to harm anyone. Uh, I'm not resisting. This is a um, please don't shoot me type thing. Yeah. And it kind of it really hit home the fact that you know, especially now with everything that's happened, you can actually imagine parents needing to sit their kids down and go through that with them. Mm-hmm. I think that. Now we'll we'll get on we'll get on statues and cancel culture later, but I think we're we're having a discussion about this at work, and my boss said something really quite cool, and she was pretty much saying that, you know, I think it needs to be coming through the edu like the education system. We need to try and do more in educating young kids and young you know young teenagers and adults and stuff like that because, mm-hmm. you know. Like back in like back in my grandma's day, now I'm not saying you know I'm like you know my grandma's 87. Like back in my grandma's day, you know there's probably certain words that would just fly that you would never fly in a million years. Ago. That is just mm-hmm. the times and yeah. stuff. And like the likes say, you know, older generations and stuff. There is probably stuff that you know they said when they're younger. Don't even say it now because they've moved with the times. Like a lot of yeah. like, parents have moved with the times and stuff. And it's weird. This is some people are still stuck in that loop of thinking like that and it's like is it is it not draining to kind of move with the times like i get it i'm not saying it was all should be woke and you know no one should say any bad words to anyone but yeah you know with like the lgbtq plus community i go yeah i got that right go me <laughs> be proud adam um <laughs> like you know we're, we're moving with times like that we're starting to see it around the world and stuff we're starting to you know we're, we're starting to move at the times and it's nice to see and I think that in my opinion the education system and I'm not saying anything about teachers or anything like that you know you had it because you know teachers work hard but I think in the education system it has to maybe be put in a little bit more mm. maybe for see, those, that's the thing mate I've seen that there was a post on Instagram it was a uh, no one is born with racism, racism. racism is taught mm-hmm. like stop teaching that shit Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the more accurate things that I've seen. Yes. Because it's like you say, like as a kid, 
that's not the sort of stuff that you pay attention to. Like yeah, he's he's this that. It might be a different colour, but he's still cool, so I'm a play with him or her or whatever it is. Exactly. And it's exactly. just like it's it's never well, it's never ever bothered me. Race has never sort of me. And you know they will learn this, will learn that, and stuff like that. And they, you know, there isn't there isn't this whole thing of well, I'm not playing with that kid because he's a different colour than me. I hope. I mean, I mean, there's kids like I know who don't who just play with a play with their kids because they don't see race. Because I'm not talking. That I hope to God that you know when we're old and grey, that racism is pretty much not okay. It's never ever going to be gone. It's always going to be there, sadly, yeah. as much as we like it or not. But I hope that it's so minimised and so you know just doesn't happen or you know if someone said something like that you just go through them like a ton of bricks like you should do now mm-hmm. you totally should do it now in my opinion you know we're gonna like see from our point of view like we only really hear about the stories because i think we are very lucky that the country that we're in it's fair enough there's, there might be some people like that but as a as a whole Mm-hmm. It's a very accepting nation, and there isn't a lot of racism that I've witnessed, anyway. Um, In my opinion, I haven't witnessed. No, I think um, I think obviously you go on Xbox Live when you're younger, and people would say things now. But if you go, <coughs> excuse me, if you go on the likes of Xbox now, you would never hear half the stuff you would hear. Like, oh yeah. Tend to, oh, obviously, I think that's because as well like, we've matured. Uh, of course I we realise that you know what that's definitely not okay to say of course of course we have definitely matured and I hope you know I hope it never that's sort of racism and shit not or that's in sort of, general because we were always good that way we'd never go that way obviously cut that no, bit no. <laughs> um, you know we were we were fucking delights but yes we're, yes we're gonna yes we're gonna talk about the statues how do you feel about this whole statue situation of that if you know if your grand's, great-grand's, auntie's dog's hamster was a racist, your statue's getting taken down. How do you feel about it? Well, I, th- I think that's maybe a little bit broad. Like, the one, the statue that i seen getting taken down was off the person who made his money from slave the trading. Bristol, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, already... So, I mean, I feel like it's probably... Like, for all he was known for other stuff, I don't know what it was known for. It's just like it was known for other things, apparently. But everyone knows him as, you know, slave trader. So I think it's maybe before time that it was... The the people shouldn't have had to take it down. I feel like in today's society, you shouldn't be celebrating someone who made a name for themselves in trading people. Yes. I think um, think there's been quite a lot of petitions over the last... A good couple of years to get that removed, mm. and like we've seen, people removed it. People got it chucked in the river, okay, and in their own the, hands, and then the fucking government put it back up. And now, I, now I understand the whole, like, like the Winston Churchill one was was Winston Churchill race, racist. I mean, there's recordings that he could have been, but you know what? I don't know the man. I never knew the man. I do not know what he was like. I mean, you're talking like it's not like the 1940s and 30s when he was obviously. You know, he was in the height, the height of World War Two. We're talking like the twenties and stuff. Where obviously, now I am not condoning racism whatsoever. But in the nineteen twenties, maybe things, were, maybe it was said in passing, or maybe made a joke that probably wouldn't have fly, wouldn't wouldn't fly in twenty twenty. I mean, it was a hundred years ago, for God's sake. Like, it was a totally, totally different time. That man helped us through the war. We did. I mean, you know, helped us beat Germany, 
helped us remain a free country and not under Nazi rule. Was he was he a racist? I don't honestly know, but I don't think we should be taking statues down like that. The likes of the okay, is, you, if you're taking that side there, I'll just uh, on behalf of the audience take the other side. Okay, no, no that's fine. Say, of course, no, that's, just to just to give it's kind of fair voice. That was um, so if if he was a racist and was very openly racist or whatever it was, if that's the case. Does the fact that he helped the country through a war can he? So I'm trying to think of the word here. Like, kind of, kind of his racism. It's like, ah, he saved the country, but he was racist. So, you know what? He saved the country. We can put a statue up or whatever it was. Like, I think I think the statue was put up for obviously what he'd done what what he'd done for United Kingdom. I don't mm. think it was put up because you know he was a racist bugger. Let's just make a statue of him. Uh, like this is yeah. this this is my kind of take on it. I don't think in the modern day where it's such a touchy subject though. Yeah, I true true I know. Now me but personally, this, I I don't feel that. You know, you're celebrating the fact that he managed to win a war. Mm. That's it. No, like, and for all it should, I think it should be taught that you know people were a little bit more. Well, not a little bit. They were terribly racist back in the day, which is not yes. acceptable. Like yes. even back then, that's not a thing that should have been happening. Uh, and I think it again, it should be brought through the education system that. You know, he might have been a great guy and saved and helped the country through, but he was a racist arsehole. Yeah. If yeah. he was, but again, I don't know. I've not looked into it, man. Like, I'm going to assume he was because back in that day, the yes. majority of people would have been. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, probably, I mean, probably not everyone, but majority. There's probably yeah. connotations or words that you'd probably say that you wouldn't say now. Yeah. But. This is this is kind of my take on it. So obviously, all these people want these statues out of the way and stuff. And you, okay, this is my from a pure, you know, human standpoint. You cannot erase history. History has happened for a reason. If you if yeah. you erase history, mistakes that were made hundred years ago, forty years ago are going to happen again. So, though, okay, if if you don't want those statues out in public showing, or if you do, have a plaque next to them saying. This statue is not celebrating the life. This is showing, you know, what he did and stuff like that. To yeah. teach kids actually what this person done and how maybe how bad it was. Or even put them in a museum. I'm not saying celebrate their life and celebrate what they've done, but show our um you know, but show this is what happened. This is what these people went through. This is how they struggled and this is how they overcame it. This man was a nasty man, but you learn about it and you learn about history and you understand that actually, you know, but don't want things like that to go back to the way it was. I mean, look at like the Trump rally in 2016 and stuff like that. That was like, Christ, it felt like the 1960s again. It, honestly, like it felt like the 1960s where it was going to be white people against black people. You know, it was it's fucking terrifying. It was like a mm-hmm. flashback to back then. Now, this another thing, the whole thing of, you know, oh, why can't these um, all Black Lives Matter protesters like peace pro peace um you know have have peaceful protests? They've done yeah. all that. They've done I've that shit. A, I've got a thing to say about that. Like I feel the people who like feel very strongly about this mm-hmm. I, I, like I feel like there's two types of protesters. 
Okay. Or the one who want to change want it to change for blah the right the good reasons and just want to go out and their voice be heard about how bullshitty this is. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like there's another group entirely who are just using this as an excuse to cause trouble. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do agree there. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember the early riots that happened back in '93? Like, obviously, obviously, we were born '93, but you know, kind of I learned about it. Like obviously, what happened when um, is it eight? Is it eight or seven? Um, police officers got recorded attacking a black man and obviously the early riots happened and stuff mm. and there was a video of an african-american man walking down the street in absolute sorrow and tears because his shop had been you know everything was gone he stuff been looted yep. and raided like there's a lot of owners and people who shop who have had their lives ruined because of the riots and stuff like that who have been looting and stuff don't i do not condone the looting i condone peaceful protest i don't think you should be fucking looting and destroying people's property white or black i don't think they should they've worked yeah. hard for that i don't you know i i understand why people are angry and i'm i okay i don't okay i sympathize the thing is, james i mean we can say whatever we want but at the end of the day i feel like we come from a very privileged background I was just and a very about to privileged say that. I was just so we have no idea, really. Exactly. All we see exactly. is what we see in the news. We've got no idea what the minorities are that are going through, exactly. uh, especially in America. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. So as... Take everything that we say right here with a pinch of salt. Exactly, because I am a basic middle-class white boy who's never fucking understood what the hell they're going through. But I was just basically, I can simp- I can try to sympathise with them, but I don't understand it. But then again, there's that whole devil's, av- uh, devil's advocate of you seen the young kid run in and pick up like 10 boxes of Jordans or Adidas shoes or whatever. And I'm like, those 10 boxes of Jordans, he could sell for like well over a thousand dollars, maybe more. And he could actually get himself out of that struggle. And actually, you know, that was his opportunity to get out of where he is. And maybe, I don't know, maybe like start a career or have a bit of money to get out of the neighborhood. Like, it's just, there's, obviously, you don't know people's, you don't know people's circumstances. So yeah. I do, I do Does understand the it in that sense. justify the means, though. That's what you need to yes. kind of look down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so there, there is also that as well. I mean, there is, I mean, there's obviously two sides to every story. I mean, there's a lot of videos out there and people are looting and stuff like that, but we only see a 10-second clip and we can't. Yeah, exactly. You don't know the background or anything like that. It's of like course. everything. Like, the media can manipulate videos to show what they want to show exactly like, exactly it is it's um the one thing i do absolutely hate and i will hate to the grave is cancel culture yeah like the little britain thing that's happening now is that the sort of thing you mean little britain mighty bush faulty towers uh there's an episode this thing like the likes of simpsons and stuff like that mm-hmm um, I really, really, really fucks me off in all honesty. I mean, okay, Little Britain, the sketch part, which I think they're talking about, I can. I think okay. is that the the bubbles. The bubble scene, the, yeah. The hotel in that where yeah. the, the David Walliams done the he dressed up as the black person. Yes, yeah, I think okay. you know what if some if you're that upset about it, cut that episode out. There's other episodes you can show. I think I don't I don't think she was in it for the whole series. I think it was like a one episode sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And like the the likes the likes of the Mighty Bish where it's the spirit of jazz 
has caused all this issues because no feelings doing blackface. I'm pretty sure he's playing a fucking demon. I'm pretty sure. Are we are we gonna go to Insidious where you know a white person's playing a all black fucking like demon like a sleep paralysis demon or whatever? Are mm-hmm. we now gonna can? Are we gonna go and cancel Insidious because that's offensive? He's playing a fucking demon. You know, like he's playing a character. He's not portraying a black person in that thing. Now, I've seen <clears throat> excuse me, I've seen a lot of people also say. Well, what about like the white chicks and stuff? You know, the um, the Waynesboro's taking the piss out of white people and stuff like that. And I'm like, I find it quite funny in my opinion. I don't have an issue with it. Dave Chappelle does it in quite a lot in these sketches. I don't have an issue with it. If if you are if you are having a laugh and a joke, <coughs> excuse me, that's a that's a, that's a Rona coming for me now, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't um, escape. <laughs> I know. If you if you do have an issue with it, then. I want to know why, not just I have an issue with cancelling right now. You know, why do you have an I issue? I feel with like, it? yeah, this is a thing as well. Like, if you do have an issue with something, be it white chicks or the Little Britain, I mean, I don't know if people know this, but no one's forcing them to watch it. <laughs> exactly. That, might, that like might get me a lot of hate. And for all, it's maybe not a very PC joke, um, it is still a joke. Yes, that is uh, a joke, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's not a, it's a very, very risky joke that back in the day it wasn't as risky. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, the morals change and what is acceptable has changed. Yeah. So I think it's right for them to apologise for it, for being like, you know, it wasn't a... We made a mistake. It wasn't intended to be offensive. It was intended as a joke. Yeah. Um, because for what I remember it, they didn't do anything to like poke fun at, yeah. the, at the the black race or anything like that. Yeah. It wasn't like anything. They, were I mean, they could make. Aye, exactly. They didn't do anything like that. Um, so I don't see why they should need to remove it. Yeah, I get that. I totally, totally understand. I I totally get that. I just hate this whole cancel culture of. No, we don't like it. I, it offends me, you know, get it cancelled. Well, guess what? A lot of the PC culture and the cancel culture offends the fuck out of me. Are we then going to go and cancel cancel culture? Fuck no. <laughs> like, ex- exactly. Is that not a double negative, mate? <laughs> exactly. Fucking breaking the matrix here, ladies and gentlemen. I am, so, like, the likes of South Park, who I, I love South Park, I do, who don't give a fuck. And it's like, you know what? We're going to make the jokes that we feel are right. And I think they don't make... I think they've moved away from a lot of the racism and... Well, not racism, like a lot of the... You know, taking the piss at minorities and stuff like that. They've taken a, I, I think they've taken a, a, away from that a little bit. But, you know, they're like, fuck you, we're going to make these jokes because we, you know, they are moving the things. We're going to make these jokes we find them funny. And a lot of people do still find that funny. I like edgy humour. I'm an hedgehog. I like comedians that are a little bit risky. You don't have to be racist or to be risky, but yeah. you can take the piss at other people. Like, mm. you know, I think there was a documentary. I'll need to, I'll, I'll send it where they're, um, they're in London, and of course, London's fucking London. Woohoo! I hate London. I don't hate people in London. I just don't like London. It's too busy for me. I couldn't imagine anywhere worse to go in my whole life, in my opinion. Kirsten's yeah. like, oh, you'd love it. I'm like, I don't know if I would. It's just a bit too busy for me. See the thing but, though, I like. Even like Edinburgh and Glasgow, I feel like are too busy. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I would hate to live in Edinburgh or Glasgow or any city for that reason. Well, I live... I'm well, a country like, bumpkin. I like being out here and next to the sticks. woods and the trees and things like that. And the country. No, right, that was sticks, people, not sex, just saying. Oh, no, cancel. Can- cancel John right now. Yeah, no, so that was you that said that, you daft. They cancelled James. No, fuck, don't do not cancel me. <laughs> I'm enjoying my podcast, thank you very much. But anyway, the documentary is showing that... It's on the so um the the documentary is showing the the guy saying oh you know there's a handful of jokes the the parents have a big wall saying do's and don'ts and it's pretty much like you can't take the piss out of all this stuff and people wearing stickers they do not want to be offended or they don't want to be straight you know you can't take the piss at them kind of thing and i'm like but like that's that's a part of fun of going to a comedy show they're not doing it to be a horrible, nasty dick to you. They're doing it because it's it'll make people laugh and it's a laugh and a joke and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't like when I've like when I've been to comedy shows and like someone's. I think when I went and seen Sean Walsh, they I, I forgot the comedian's name. He's he's on Dave quite a lot. He's a, he, he literally pointed at me and was taking an absolute piss at me and it was a joke and it was absolutely hilarious. And it's I didn't once get offended by it. You maybe get embarrassed. Oh my god, it's embarrassing, but it's it's funny. It's just a joke. Yeah. It's not. You know, you don't go home and think that guy really thinks I look like a fucking Pokemon. Oh, I'm so offended. No, you don't. It's a fucking. Yeah, it's like what we were saying in the other episode, man. You don't go to a comedy show to take things too seriously. Exactly. It would exactly. be different if he sat there and just took the piss out of just you the full mm-hmm. night. But I'm going to assume that he, you had your turn and then he moved on. Of course, I was there for. I know. He, I mean, had his turn and that was it. He went on to someone else. That seems really bad. He had his turn with me and then left. Didn't even buy me dinner. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that says about you or him. Means I'm easy. <laughs> That's a joke. But uh, yeah, so obviously for the oh, Christ, we've been rambling on for ages as always. But obviously we just wanted to speak about that issue and just pretty much not not so get a point across. Just have a little bit, you know. I said earlier I'm not going to go on social media and. You know, I don't need to say my views all over social media because I think a lot of people, like I said, I've done it much, but I've said it much better, and I've you know said it you know a lot better, pretty much. What are you laughing at, John? It's like, I'm not going to go on anything and tell you all my views, but I'm going to go my podcast and fucking talking. That's all my views, right? That's my fucking views. That's what I want. It's my podcast. Do what I fucking want. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. that is that is maybe a little bit of my views and a little bit of. What I wanted, you know, I've, I've, I'm not like I've got it off my chest. I feel so much better. No, it was we spoke about it, and that was my opinion. That is it. Yeah. Some people, you know, that is it done dusted. I'm not, I'm not gonna go back in the next episode and go, Black Lives Matter Part Two. This is my <laughs> other opinion. No, fuck no, fuck no. Like podcasts are a wonderful thing because people can see how they feel and stuff like that. But also, the likes of when you know when Jonathan comes back from being in the Navy and whatnot, I can't wait to get him on this and just talk about a lot of shit because Jonathan has obviously different opinions. I mean, it'll be quite interesting. <laughs> you know, Jonathan has different opinions from a lot of people, man. A lot. <laughs> oh, sometimes I'm like, Jonathan, really, man? Really, dude? But other times I'm like... Yeah, nice you. guy. Like, a really nice guy. As he's, yeah. I like, love he's him. He's having an absolute field day right now. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm saying is I am missing the discussions of him and Nathan in the group chat. That would be absolutely amazing. Him and Nathan. Matches. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd never thought I'd be able to hear shouting through the phone 
when it's when not you, a call. <laughs> you put your phone down, you go and have dinner or whatever, you're working, you come back to 120 messages and you're like... And basically every one of them is just re, 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 re. I've got a bigger PP than you. No, I've got a bigger PP than you. It's like, okay, boys, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, so obviously in this... Um, we, you know, we kind of spoke about that, and now we're going to move on to our next, our next thing of the K, the KFC Chronicles. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much TV shows now. Obviously, with the the, the idea of this series is me and John talk about a lot of TV shows that we like, or maybe stuff that we find interesting. Me and John do have a lot of interest together. Um, sorry about that. Uh, it's just my work email. It's fine. Uh, we do we do have a lot of interests, and you know some. You know, and we don't at the same time. Like I probably love pro wrestling. I, I okay, I did love pro wrestling. I still enjoy it. John probably just sees a bunch of sweaty men fake hitting each other. That's you know, John <laughs> loves John loves um Korean anime and stuff like that. And and I'm and I'm like you're nothing but a wee dweeb simp who likes hentai. Like no, that's like you know, <laughs> it's a joke. Who's Dragon Ball Z and Naruto? Like really? <laughs> Naruto. But yes, you know what I mean. Like what well, obviously so different. So obviously this. Yeah, yeah. So this this part of the segment we're gonna probably talk about TV shows I've been watching. So John, has there been intro a TV music? Show? I don't I don't need to put intro music in. Once once I get better at podcasting, I probably should do like a little intro, but I probably will at some point. But how so John, what TV shows have you been watching? Or is there something you've been watching that you're like, this is amazing, everyone should watch it? Uh, yeah, I can't I can't remember if I spoke about it the last time I was on. But there's, I watched this uh, kind of survival show called Alone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, yeah, you still, you, you, oh, right. still, well, are you still uh, loving it though? Yeah, well, season seven's just started, it's just released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've watched the first episode of that, and yeah. they've changed up the rules this time. So people need to try and survive for a hundred days. Oh. In the Arctic, which is okay. gone Fuck in that. Because so far, all the seasons, I think the max, like the longest anyone lasted was 87 days. Which is impressive, considering they only had 10 items to survive with. That's scary, I couldn't do that. Is there a gun there so I can end it? (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) I'm out, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, but... um, Like, for what I've been reading, people are like, oh, this is just to... So is that the show potentially doesn't need to pay anyone this season, saying like, oh, you only get the money if you make it to the 100 days, and then it's like the last person in after 100 days wins. So the show's like, hey, 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 hey. I could, I could generally just imagine, okay, I won. First off, I would last about four hours, maybe maybe six. No, nah, man. Like, not, not to be that guy, but I think the both ears would last longer than that because we've got a wee Thanks, bit man. of cushion for the pushing. Well, we'll be fine. <laughs> to just, drop on. We'd be like just, 100 days in and we'd still be like overweight being like, I know. Yes. How many guys so fat and just some guy comes to the woods, McDonald's, KFC, I'm like, that's me, mate, thank you. Put it on my card. <laughs> How did yeah. you survive? McDonald's and KFC. It's amazing. You've, you, they deliver it, anywhere, you know. I know, it's wonderful, you know. Wait, let Do you remember Bear Grylls when there was the whole thing about it being fake? And I think, I mean, I think some of it is a little bit fake in my well, opinion. Yeah, but... yeah. Well, that's, it came out that um, it was filming episodes and it would get to like the night time 
mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, this is the shelter that we've made. We're going to spend the night in there. They'd take a, a shot of the shelter and then they'd be like, right, cool, let's get to the hotel and we'll come yeah. back tomorrow. And they'd like crawl in and be like, oh, man, that was such a, a hard night. With like some curry sauce dripping down his topping all that for what he had for dinner, and he's like, okay. I always, I always remember he's like going across the sort of cavity thing. It's like it's so dangerous, and and he like sort of like goes over it like fucking like he's you know being dangerous and shit. Cuts to another guy, just literally walks across it, and then he films at the side, and it's next to a fucking road, and mm-hmm. cut, and I'm like. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, half the stuff that Bear Grylls, like, shows people is, if you were actually in a survival situation, it's idiocy. Is it? Like, oh, yeah, like, I remember one of the episodes, he's like, oh, we've no rope, but there's water down there, so we'll just jump this 30 foot down into this water. Oh, that's going to work, eh? Aye. Well, I mean, how deep's the water? What the fuck's in the water? Is there rocks just below the surface? Is there a fucking a current that's going to sweep you under or anything like that? Is it's it, like what is the fuck brain, is is it so cold you're gonna go into shock? Like yeah, exactly. It's like what the there's got to be. He's like we could take an extra fifteen minutes to walk around this way and go down safely, but fucking yolo, yeet. Do it for the views. <laughs> Hit that I like button and funny subscribe. Absolutely everything he does, you need to remember, there's a guy hauling a heavy-as-fuck camera following him doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so, I mean, who's the real champ of this show? <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen SAS Who Dares Wins? Mm-hmm. I, I, I quite like that. I know it's a little bit different survival, but it's really fucking cool. Mad- yeah, apparently that's accurate to the training yeah. that they do as well. Yeah, my dad's... That's my dad's man crush. He absolutely loves him. Oh, aunt does he? I. <laughs> uh, he does. He does. He fucking fucking loves him, old Gary. But I, it's, it is, I think it's really interesting. I think the TV shows that I'm watching right now is, you know, F is for family. Have you seen that yet? I've not yet. It's quite uh, good. It's on. It's on yeah. season four. That just came on. I'm. I'm. I've only watched a couple of episodes. It's pretty good. Uh, Skin Wars is another one that I'm a bit like, you know, Kirsten. You know, when me and Kirsten are watching stuff, but mm-hmm. I've saw some interest. Sometimes we don't like. She'll not watch Gangs of London, which I'm like, oh my god, we need to watch it. And she's like, I just don't like the whole mafia thing. And I'm like, well, you're yeah. a little bitch. Fucking watch it, and she won't. So we we'll watch. So start start watching Skin Wars. It's really good. Yeah. It's so like this whole like artists like painting bot like obviously painting bodies and stuff and like you know can make a canvas in front of like a loaf of bread and it's just I fucking it's just so good man it's so it's actual so so good and I'm sitting there going oh look at that that's fucking out how the fucking to do that says me with no talent whatsoever <laughs> but it's good it really I do really really enjoy that I do mm. really enjoy it where um I think there's a couple of tv shows we're gonna try and watch the uh, um one that uh, Branca got me into which I did honestly I didn't think much of to start with and then I got really into it was making a murderer yeah it's um making a murderer i liked the first season second season i was a bit like is he coming it or no <laughs> Aye, well that's it mate it's um ah we're not finished the second season yet um Shit. but honestly man it's like there's i don't know how the fuck he got convicted the first time like you look at all the Again, it's like, obviously, 
the show could be skewing things in whatever fucking way they want their audience to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but for what the show the show has shown, it's been like well, like I spit like it annoyed me. Spoilers for anyone that's not seen it. Sorry, but see when they they go into the the you know how they had the thing way off Stephen Avery's blood. Yeah. And it had quite clearly been tampered with. Yeah. And the the folk were like, no, you're not allowed to use that as evidence towards there being a tamper of the case. Mm-hmm. You're like, right, come on now. How the fuck can you tell them what they're going to present as evidence? Like, Exactly. exactly. Who's, who's paying you? Like, what the fuck? Are you on the take or something here? We, um, when I was at work last night, we watched, um, well, on Channel 4, it was like, like murder in a car park, pretty much, and it's it's really, in- it's, I mean, it's like an hour and a bit long. I watched it, and it's quite interesting. And I think it's going to go in like a, in a massive rabbit hole, a bit like making a murder. Is it about but, uh, somebody who got murdered in a car park? Funny chance? enough, yes, it's about somebody oh, murdered in a car park. And then, yeah, it's just called murder in a car park. I think I think that's what it's called. But like, it's been, title, I know, but the <laughs> Channel 4 are amazing documentaries. But it totally, there's obviously, there have been people arrested for it, but they're not unarrested because they don't have enough evidence and stuff, and it's mm, pretty much what went... not unarrested. Oh, sorry, what did I say? <laughs> unarrested. Oh, fuck, I didn't mean that. Sorry, that's my... I don't know if you did, but that's what I heard. But I'm deaf, so you might not have. I probably, you know what, I probably did say it. My brain's a bit like, oh, a bit sluggish. I'm getting a bit hungry because I'm not at lunch yet, so I'm a bit, uh-huh. just a bit like, huh. Uh, sorry, yeah, so it is, um, it is really, really good. So we... So there's another one you and Branka should watch is Mindhunter. Have you seen that yet? No, what's that about? Mindhunter is pretty much how the F... I think it's like the FBI have like a special task force and stuff and have two FBI agents that are going interviewing like serial killers and stuff. Like I think the second season they're going to interview Charles Manson and stuff like that. And I think they're going to interview... Uh, there's a couple of oh god you know it's funny like I can I can name some of my serial killers but as soon as I'm on the podcast I'm like name some I'm like uh-huh. totally That's gone but, they go, but they, yeah but they go and interview a lot of um, famous serial killers and stuff and it's really interesting and it's it's a, such a such a good TV series uh, I'm trying to think first season's really good first season's I'm just pretty much trying to lay the groundwork and there's one obviously one detective's really trying to push for this stuff and really try to Get an- get answers and stuff, and there's other the other detectives kind of like just kill, kill your brakes, like the old the old the old uh, old gunslinger uh, detectives, like just kill your brakes a bit, we'll get it sorted. Another one's like, no, we need to go and do this, but it it is it is really good. Uh, there's two seasons out, and it's it's very very like the best way to describe it. It's like a, it's like a thriller. Like, oh, what's gonna happen next? How's this gonna happen? Okay, nice. so you you, de- you definitely need to watch it. There's this is this is the thing with TV shows. I get sort of I, I worry because I get really invested in TV shows, and then I'm worried that Netflix do what Netflix does and cancels really good TV shows, and I'm just like, why? Like, yeah, don't get that. Like, surely, like, because when it's TV shows like that, and everyone's talking about them, mm. uh, and everyone's like watching them, and they're like, oh yeah, cool, everybody's really invested. Does it'd be a shame? Cancel. Cancelled. Cancel. Yeah. It's it does it. You know it sort of makes me wary of some TV shows because I've got really invested in some really good TV shows and I've just been cancelled and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to build up these that love for the characters and this this amazing fucking story that they've got given and then it's just like, 
cancelled. Or they leave it on a cliffhanger. And oh, like, yeah, and they never make another season, and you're like, what, what, why? Why would What's going to happen X, Y, and Z? It's like, we don't care. Yeah. We're Netflix. Yeah, we want. see that, uh, that other one that's out. Um, Branca read something about it. People are losing their mind uh, about it because it's like, it's basically a porno with really, really bad acting. You know, unlike the rest of the pornos that have got great acting in them. <laughs> hey, hey, like He's that. not getting to fix a sink one bit. What the fuck's he doing? He's used the wrong spot. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> Aye, it's a uh, three, six, five days. Okay. Apparently, uh, Branco was reading all the people who were like freaking out about how terrible it was. Um, and it's like the Polish uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Uh, and people are not happy about it, apparently. Is it not very good? No. No, it's, I've, I've not seen it. I've not watched it because... He's say, he just doesn't want to say on the podcast. I'm watching it now, promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it just... It was one of the ones that Branca was telling me about. And she's yeah. like, it's basically like Fifty Shades of Grey, but Polish or wherever the fuck it's from originally. Yeah. Uh, and it's like badly dubbed. Oh no! Yeah, and there's the, a there's a the French TV drama I want to watch. It's got Eric Cantona, who's like my dad's favorite old Miami player, fucking wonderful player. I didn't, I sadly was a bit too young to see him in his prime, but my dad's fucking highly rates him. Anyway, he honestly he left football to go and do acting. He's done his TV show on Netflix, and I had to be nosy at the trailer, and I'm like, Eric Cantona doesn't sound like that. And a part of me is like, is this fucking dubbed? And I'm really, I, I don't want to start watching it, get invested in like fucking, it's just totally dubbed. And I'm like, mm. I would rather, I'd rather watch it in French with subtitles. That's kind of my yeah. thing. I'd rather watch something with subtitles and not fucking deal with a dub. I watch everything with subtitles. Uh, like whether it's in English or French or whatever. Uh, does that. Yeah. I do, I find it helps. Like I'm d- very badly dyslexic, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and I just feel like it's encouraging me to read. Read, motherfucker. Watch me read, not read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's what I said, read, motherfucker. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> not re calm in, John. Re? Read? Read? Yeah. Um, it helps. It helps with it. It's because, you know, it's you're constantly reading, so it, you get better at it. Branca hates that's it. That's what happens She's when you She's like, read, can yes. we switch the fucking subtitles after doing my tits in and I'm like no I like to see the words because I'm also kind of a my hearing's not the best for drumming for years without hearing protection don't do that kids it's bad for you Uh, and obviously working in a loud environment without hearing protection don't do that kids it's bad for you too exactly in other (laughs) words don't do what John's done for the last 25 years 26 years technically 27 now because we're because we are going to move, because obviously, so we've so we spoke a little bit about, um, about our Netflix TV shows, and I mean, John. Excellent segue, mate. Excellent, excellent segue. Excellent segue. Thank you so much. Speaking of John's birthday, John turned 27 earlier on earlier this month. John, as 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 I ask you every year, and you tell me the same thing every fucking year. What was it like turning 27? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Just any other day, like you. It's exactly what John tells me. <laughs> John is the most chilled it's a man. Production. I know it, it is pretty much. So how's it feel? It's fucking fine. Nothing exciting happened. I feel you like know. it's no, a, it's no like a big milestone birthday. No. It's not like your twenty first or your eighteenth or that. Yeah. 
um, or what will soon be coming for us the 30th. <laughs> I'm so which, scared. Oh, yeah. I feel like, like I've um, I've told I've I've told Kirsten what I'd like to do with my 30th, and it wasn't like a I don't know. It was like yeah, let's fucking do it because like we're sitting. I think I should get stuff sorted for my birthday, and she turned around and goes, "What age are you this year?" And I was like, "I'm I'm gonna be 27." She's like, "Holy fuck, you're old!" I was like, "Fuck you, oh, motherfucker!" Hey, I am. Franca does the exact same thing to me all the time. She's like a she's only 23, 24. Aye. She'll be 24 this year. She'll yeah. be 24 uh, later on in October. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I know. I, I remember. Oh, August, October. <laughs> And she's like, oh my god, you're so old, like, what the fuck? And, like, she'll get up and, like, crack every bone in her body. And I'll be like, all right, you fucking xylophone, calm down. Exactly, you fucking bitch, you old too. Yeah, Kirsten does the thing, I'm like, Kirsten, you're 26 in December. She's like, yeah, but you're 27. And I'm like, no, when you get to 25, I feel like when you hit, like, I was, I wasn't down at 25, but I was like, Right, it's it's all downhill for here because, well, not all downhill, but you know what I mean. There's certain nightclubs you can't go anymore. There's certain places you don't, cause you know that's fucking like a young people sort of thing. Yeah. I've, I've set that realization. Like for instance, Hive. Not that not oh. that I went to Hive very often because it's Hive to five. Hive to five. Only done it once. Um, it's it wasn't fun. So. No. Like you end up then just like fuck it, we'll just stay the all nighter and wait for the first train rather than get a taxi. Oh, and you're so drunk, but you're like you're like, boys, we could just what well, spins home at half seven, we could just wait. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then you realise it's a Sunday and you're like, fuck, what time does it open? Like, I don't fucking know. Let's go home. And you're like just like that sort of like so it's like you sort of get to that time and night. I'm I think I'm getting a little better for it now. Um where it sort of comes like one, two in the morning, you're sort of like, right, you know what? We've had a good night. Let's go home. Let's leave it. And a party's like, stay and party till four in the morning. Yeah. That's a good idea. It's not a good idea. Like I remember last year, it was my the old man's fiftieth. I went out for dinner, and then went went to Craig's house because he's having like a house party. Mm-hmm. And then like dog, and then Stuart was like, oh, you can come back to mine have a couple of drinks. And I'm like, you know what? I will. Didn't leave Stuart like half seven, eight in the morning. And I was Me. like. Stuart's always ends up like that though. It's like fucking amazing. Like in in his wee conservatory, just like fucking tanning the beers. Be and like, then, oh, hey. and then he's sitting talking talk about life, and it's like this is amazing. Thing is, you look at the clock, and it's like five o'clock, and you're like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll just head in like ten minutes, man. I'll finish this beer and go. And then you look up again, and it's like seven, and you're like. Right, yeah, yeah, I really need to go, mate. We should, and then you start talking again, and before you know it, it's like nine o'clock in the morning, His and your parents still come there, down like you guys are so far. Yeah, I've done. Um, I've. It was absolutely brutal. I was. Um, yeah, that. Um, yeah, that. I always remember that one because I was. I think it was the last time I did a proper drinking sesh, and because now I get really bad hangovers, I woke up with no hangover, and I don't know if I was still drunk. Or I just didn't wake up a hangover, and I was like, yes, this is a good... And I always remember that night, because now, if I get really drunk, I normally wake up with some form of hangover, and I'm like, oh, I am so dead. Like, yeah. I miss I, I miss being young and not having hangovers, man. It fucking... I'm sucks. not too bad with a hangover. Uh, <laughs> but my fucking... When I drink too much, my insides, like, in the gut, start to fucking ache like a motherfucker now. Yeah. Was, do you mind I, that? Um, yeah, the while ago when I went to the doctors for it, 
Uh-huh. He, he took the ultrasound and was like, oh, that's weird. Your internal organs are a wee bit bigger than they should be. You've not got an infection because your blood's clear and all this and all that. It's like, oh, well, you know, fuck it. Sometimes that happens. I take it you're a mechanic because if you lean over all the time, chances are that it'll hurt more. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I do. I'm like, cool. Don't drink as much. Start to eat a bit healthier and exercise. I was like, ah, so basically everything that... Everything that every doctor tells you to do. Eat, eat, eat fruit and veg five times a day. I'm like, no. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, it's... Um, one grape five times a day. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, it's... Yeah, and obviously you turn 27. I'm turning 27 next week and... You old fuck. An old motherfucker. <laughs> but it's... It doesn't... 27 is not really bother me because I'm like, right, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's some times where I'm doing stuff and I'm like, holy shit, this is so adult to me. And a part of me is like, fuck yeah. no, let's go and buy a 65-inch TV because yeah, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> yeah, because well, like... On- well, the first thing that made me feel old was the other day me and Branca were just lying in bed and she was like, what the fuck's that in your beard? I'm like, what, where? She's like, oh, hold on, I think there's a, a white thread in your beard. Pulled it out. It was a long as fuck beard hair that was just like grey as fuck. And I'm uh, like, nope, didn't happen. <laughs> I have got, I honestly, I think it's because I think it's 27 this, um, next, next week and I'm kind of like, yeah, cool, it's fine. You know, such is life. Like twenty eight next year and then twenty nine and thirty, but yeah, I kind of I've kind of said well, what what I do for my thirtieth birthday party. I'm okay. I'm not having a birthday party on my thirtieth birthday. I'm just you know not doing it. It's weird because we had all these plans. Like, I always remember JD saying he's twenty first. We'll go to Florida and we'll do all this. That sounds really good. That and things great. things like that just don't happen because I don't know. It just like life happens. Yeah, things happen. Life. Yeah. I think I've always I've always kind of said like I think Calms were trying to get our lads hold in apartments like we totally should because we had an amazing time in Prague like we spoke about the last podcast yeah. and it was really good fun. We had a good time in Magan. Totally go back to Prague again. Mm-hmm. I think I think like got a cracker or something is a crack off. Something like that. Yeah, um, crack off. Cracker, cracker. I really want to go there. Um, I think there's other places I'd like to go, but you know there's plenty of time for doing that. Like I'm. You know, I'm in. I'm now in a job where I'm actual not. I know I'm like right. Okay, I can afford to go and do this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I can afford to go because like, I think I think when this is all over, me and Kirsten have said obviously we're just gonna book a holiday and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're able to fly, and I think we're gonna go next year. I think we've maybe said maybe go to Iceland or something. That's that's oh, on my list. Iceland, it looks amazing. It's, 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 uh, it looks expensive, but it's on my yeah. list. I stopped over uh, when I was on my way to Canada. Uh-huh. It, it just at the, and it was only the airport, but it's like you step off of the plane and it's uh-huh. literally it's just like fucking flats with some hills in the band and flats and flats with hundreds of rocks. Uh huh. Oh mate, it was such it was so picturesque. I'll uh-huh. see if I can find some of the photos that I took, even just for the airport. It looked really like, nice. Oh, it was stunning, mate. Like yep. Yeah, so what the uh, fuck came for? It was wonderful, but do you, but do you, do you know where else is wonderful, John? Sky. <gasps> do you know where else is wonderful? It is absolutely phenomenal. Hopefully, we can try and get some. Give even just go for like two or three days up in Sky would be lovely. Well, I think. we were uh, me and Branko were talking about that, and mm-hmm. that's what we we're saying. See if we can leave Friday morning mm-hmm. and then come back like Monday evening afternoon time. 
Yeah. If we could organise it for that, it would be absolutely phenomenal. Like you'd have a great weekend. Aye, that is the plan. Um, hope I mean, hopefully we can get something sorted. But obviously, you know, sky's beautiful and stuff, and you know, you probably probably go camping up there and stuff. But you know, or you could just get a GoPro and record stuff for a certain YouTube channel like you're trying to do. John, would you like to do a wee segue into that YouTube channel? Yeah, sure, go for it. So John has now changed his name to his YouTube channel, and he sent me his first um first intro video yesterday, and it was actually really nice. I really liked it. So John, what is so what it originally was called? What was it called again? Like John goes outside or something like that. Something really generic and pushy. <laughs> or uh, something along the lines. And then just imagine John locking his front door and going, I'm outside, guys. Let's go walk. <laughs> it's like a, like a fucking quirky intro, like YouTube background. Well, this was fun, lads. Tune in next week. <laughs> Hit that like button, subscribe, motherfucker, and share. Like, yeah, no. So yeah. what's it? So so what's it called now? It is called HCB Muddy Bushcraft. Muddy Bushcraft. It sounds like a porn. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because uh, Muddy is the nickname that I have from my work, and I actually quite like it. And it seems to fit into what you would be doing camping. So camping. You got all your, I mean, you got all your equipment and stuff for your birthday, which is really good. And you yeah, know. well, not all of it, but I got a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, my wonderful girlfriend, love you, babe. Uh, got me an action camera. Yeah. Uh, which is fucking ideal by the way it's like a gopro mm-hmm. uh, and oh, works great it records in 4k oh fancy you can obviously adjust the resolution you want it at yeah uh, and it's go um 1080p mm-hmm. um, and it records at like 120 frames per second in oh, 1080p but if you go down to like 720 uh, it records at something like 400 and something frames per second, which is fucking ideal for any slow motion shit that you want to do. Yeah, so if you've uh, got, so obviously, you do, I mean, we've, we spoke about your idea and what you, you know, you've got a schedule sort of planned out. A bit like, um, you know, in the next couple of episodes that we probably do together, we're probably going to more focus on probably television shows and gaming and probably maybe movies and stuff. We're going to kind of go down that sort of route. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've just realised we've been speaking for an hour and 13 minutes. My goodness. The fun, but to be fair, to be fair, we haven't seen each other properly in a long, in a, in a while. So, it, you know, when we do do these sort of podcasts and stuff. It just kind of rolls. And it just kind of rolls and we just get Gavin because, you know, we can talk, we could probably could literally talk for Scotland. But, you know, when we when we move into the, you know, in, into this series, we are going to probably talk a lot more about TVs and films and maybe John's going to probably talk more about his camping and stuff. Because yeah, I mean you have, I mean you have got, I mean you've been editing, you've been learning to edit and learn how to give what a schedule ready to go and stuff. So, yous yeah. are, yous are hopefully going up to Sky soon, aren't you? Are he's going to try and get some hopefully. recording. Basically, there? as soon as we're allowed to travel, uh, more than five miles, uh, we're hoping to head so away. Thursday and, then. Yeah, sure. Why not? Thursday, <laughs> Friday, could be going up to Sky. Wonderful. Yeah, hi. <laughs> It'll be, but yeah, it, I mean, it also gives you a really good idea. It gives you good time to practice and stuff like that, and gives you good time to do some of the camping. I'm actually really looking forward to it because I think it's the one. Okay, not the one thing. I think there's a lot of things you're good at, and I think the camping stuff is what you've the last two or three years you've really, really invested time and effort and yeah, man, really, say. really, and really like you've you've no spoke about a YouTube channel, but you've spoke about. The camping idea aspect of it and learning. It's a fun hobby to, to play yeah. with and have. Yeah. Like and this. 
Like I've got, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And I figured, you know what, it'll give me something to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like it kind of stemmed from the lockdown, like I was saying in the last video, uh, or no, the last video, the last podcast that I was on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know what, I could be doing YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, I went out and I got myself a laptop, and mm-hmm. I downloaded some video editing software. And just the videos and the pictures that I had from other trips. And I'm very lucky that Branka has an absolute ton of amazing photos that she's taken from her travels up to Sky. And up yeah, to I've the, seen them. They're beautiful, man. Yeah, such great photos. And they're, they've not got any filters on them. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, straight up, like, as it comes. No filters. I love yes. this. I love the generation. It's like, it hasn't got a fucking filter on it. It's like, I know, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's it. And uh, so I was fortunate enough that I just done a wee, like a short intro video. It's like a minute or something long mm-hmm. to be like, hey, guys, welcome to the channel. Please follow for more <laughs> awesome outdoor hiking, camping, bushcraft videos. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if you picked it up, but it just had like a toot in the background. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah, that was a, sorry, that was somebody deciding to toot on the money, my neighbours, obviously. But yeah, that's... Uh, it, just, it timed really, really well. <laughs> um, But yeah, obviously, yeah, so your YouTube channel is up and ready to go, so you're hopefully going to try and get some stuff um, videoed and edited and whatnot. Yep. Get that up That's the next. Basically, as soon as I can get out to get recording. Yeah. Because it's unfortunate, but I changed my phone and I had lots of videos of camping on my phone. Oh yes. And I was silly and I didn't upload them to the cloud or anything like that. You silly, did it? All right, and it's like my phone. I may or may not have accidentally dropped my phone in a bucket of oil at my work. And it may or may not have stopped working. I may have just broke and went, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So, unfortunately, I've lost a lot of videos. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, I mean, Christ, this is, I mean, this has been so much fun. I mean, you are my best friend in the whole whole, whole wide world, and I love doing podcasts with you. It's fucking, you know, it's it's good fun. Um, What was I going to say there? Yeah, so we'll get this. This one will probably be up next week, and then the following week after, We'll hopefully try and get you back. You know, try and make it's like a two week yeah. sort of thing. Um, any day is fine to be honest, because you know, yeah, you know, eventually we're gonna have to go back to work. Well, I, I still work, motherfucker, but you're gonna have to go back <laughs> to work and yeah, get no. everything, get everything sorted and whatnot. I think my next guest, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to get um, to get it on actually, because we're probably just gonna talk about music and everything else. Is actual, you know, do you know who it is? Is it Fiona? It's Fee, that's right. Fee's gonna be oh, the next yay. Guest. yay, Fee's gonna be my next guest. And I really need to try and get um Stuart on. I really want to get Stuart on so he can talk about his time in Australia and stuff and Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, even even if it was like the three of us in like a Skype call sort of call thing, I think I might mm-hmm. actually try and get that I might actually try and put that spanner in the works if he turns his bloody phone on. Um but it's maybe okay. maybe even try and get Send some smoke signals. I know, kaka, kaka, tuki, tuki. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have established that kaka, kaka, tuki, tuki does not work. <laughs> Evolution's a wonderful film. It I love really it so is. much. Yes. Anyway, guys, this has been our our second episode, or technically, yeah, part, yeah, yeah, you know, because the first one was two parts. This one's gonna be one part because you know what? Screw what? it in that. <laughs> yeah, um, screw it in that because it took me like almost. 
in like an hour to edit the last one because at I, least you've not got a fart and seal interrupting you this time <laughs> yes yes the last time i had it took me so long to edit that part of Kirsten coming in in hysterics laughing at this video of a fart and seal it was quite funny to be fair i did it was I did, funny I, I did i did quite enjoy that but anyway guys this is an exit episode will be better and you know i hope you guys have a good day Remember, stay safe, stay, you know, be positive and all that jazz. And, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with all the wonderful people out there who are working in the, sec- you know, NHS sector and stuff like that and my line of work and stuff and, you know, shops and everything and what's going on with the protests and all that jazz. I hope you guys are doing well. Anyway, speak to you later, guys. Hasta la vista, people. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I'm, I know I did. It's always a blast recording with John and just, you know, rambling, talking shit. But, yeah, the next the next couple of episodes obviously are going to be a little bit different. We've already got we've um, started writing stuff for the series and we've came up with ideas and brainstorming and whatnot. So the next episode that John's on will will be doing um doing a certain type of topic and discussion and maybe going into TVs and video games and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, this this technically is called the KFC Chronicles. So we decided that uh, during the podcast, thought it was quite an interesting name. But yeah, I hope you guys are doing okay and I hope you're staying safe and keeping well. You know, we've had, um, Scotland's just announced that we're into phase two of lockdown, so it's a bit of positive there. We can actually maybe, well, maybe we can we can actually meet up in groups of six and stuff. So it's gonna be a lot of good fun. But I hope you guys have have a good day, stay safe, and just you know, look out for each other. Again, my thoughts and prayers with everyone and during the riots and stuff and the pandemic and everything that's going on in the world right now. We are, you know, twenty twenty's been an absolute bitch so far, in my opinion. I really, really hope that twenty twenty one's gonna be a lot better. It's it's um it's got to be. But yeah guys, stay safe, I'll speak to you soon.